Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. It's another episode of NASCAR Coast to Coast presented by Whelan Engineering. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. As always, at MRN HQ in Concord, North Carolina, I'm MRN pit reporter Chris Wilner, MRN announcer Kyle Ricky out in Connecticut. K-Rick, it's August. Where did time go? But we still have plenty of big events, but... Uh, I, I need to pump the brakes a little bit. We need to slow down and enjoy some of these, some of these race weekends. Cause they're just flying by. I said at uh, the track yesterday, or I guess two days ago on, on July 31st, it's like, this is our last event of July. Why can't, and we, I think I said it earlier this season on this show, why can't uh, February and March and, and January, the winter months go by as quick as the summer months, because we are just zipping right along here. Already into the month of August, a lot of big events around the country here this month. But that you know, once we get to the end of the month and get to Labor Day, we're starting to wind things down at a lot of facilities and a lot of tours across the country. Still plenty of big races, though, Kyle. Of course, on today's show, Ty Majeski wins again. Big shocker out in Wisconsin. We'll talk about that. Our own Jeff Striegel, general manager of Berlin Raceway in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Of course, anchor of our Cup Series broadcast on the Motor Racing Network. He will be on the phone with us to talk all things Berlin. Boy, talk about a big season. I mean, they just keep yeah. shoveling out big events up there in the great state of Michigan. And we'll get to talk to Jeff about his season, what's to come with SRX, and, of course, the battle at Berlin next week with all sorts of star power going up against the locals up there in the state of Michigan. The Kawiki Driver Development Program, the points are uh, released here for the halfway point of the season as we're several months in. We'll tell you about that update, plus a look ahead to the calendar because, of course, more and more racing, as Kyle mentioned, as we get late into the summer and into the fall as we start to talk points championships as well. But, Kyle, let's start things with last weekend, of course, the Arkham Nard Series West at Shasta Speedway and Sean Hingarani trying to challenge Landon Lewis for the championship. He gets closer with win number three this season. Yeah, he's going to do just that. He's chipping away at it. Uh, what was 14 or 18 points a couple weeks ago is down to seven. Handful of races left over there on the West Coast. A uh, a good race at Shasta Speedway on Saturday night. Very, very late on Saturday night here uh, on the East Coast. But uh, was able to hold off Trevor Huddleston, who missed a shift on one of the late race restarts. Fell back to third at one point. Uh, with about 30 laps to go, managed to climb back up the second. Cole Raz had a good run in the third spot. But, uh, yeah, hard to beat Sean, led most of the laps, never was really challenged. A couple of minor spins in the event, uh, I think only two caution flags. So relatively quick race at the Shasta Speedway for the Arkham Arts West Series. Yeah, and so now Sean is seven points behind yep. Landon Lewis in the championship, so inching away even closer. Shout out to Cole Raz, though, made his debut finishing there with the third position. And, of course, Trevor Huddleston, I think, is 50th career top 10 in the series. So the pole sitter getting a nice run out there at Shasta. All right, let's move on to the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour. Mother Nature putting the hamper <laughs> on that one 
as that's been a common theme throughout the course of the summer months here with the national tour. Claremont Clash has been postponed. We don't know exactly what date and time just yet. Of course, stay tuned to social media channels and all that for that update. But, of course, they unable to get that show in at Claremont. How about the Cars Tour, Kyle? Speaking of rain, they've had to postpone that the next day uh, this weekend because Mother Nature in the Hickory, North Carolina area, Dumped a lot of rain on Hickory Motor Speedway, but it did not hamper the throwback to uh, the throwback race for the cars late model stocks, and it was a good one. Mason Diaz, it's been itching closer and closer to a win. He finally got it done at Hickory in front of a great crowd there this weekend. Yeah, and he has found a lot of success at Hickory in recent weeks. He was there the week prior, uh, running the late model. Uh, won both of the twin features that uh, Hickory Motor Speedway hosted part of their weekly program. So he had a lot of confidence going in, was able to pick up his first Cars Tour victory. A great field uh, of cars. Uh, they were honoring the old USAR Pro Cup Series, uh, 225 laps between the two events, uh, Pro Late Models and the Late Model Stock. So uh, a great event, Cole Butcher picking up the win and the Pro Late Models, his first Cars win as well. So uh, good field of cars, proud. Came back uh, for day two. I loved all the the outfits that folks were wearing, the old throwback T-shirts that were highlighted on uh, some of the NASCAR home track uh, accounts over the course of the weekend. Great paint schemes. Always a fun event that was started uh, five, six, maybe seven years ago now um, and then continues to grow every year. Yeah, Dylan Wilson actually got the award for best throwback appearance yep. award. And of course, you know, anytime the throwback tour or the throwback race is in town or it's coming up, I checked some of the vintage racing stores. You know, you can buy some vintage uh, T-shirts. Yeah, they're all sold out. So try to go in there and get something good, but uh, they were all all taken. So good to see at least the crowd was getting into it up there at Hickory this weekend. I did mention Ty Majeski getting the win, the Grand Rudd Auto Group 250 at Wisconsin International Speedway, his fourth win there at the racetrack in that event in the last five years. That was with now this year, the ASA Stars National Tour. Kyle, he'll be another one to be a threat, uh, not only going when we go to Milwaukee Mile with the tour, but also uh, at Berlin Raceway coming up next week with the battle at Berlin. So can anyone stop Ty Majeski, especially when he gets on a roll like this? Luke Fenhouse had a little bit of an opportunity there, but settled in for the second spot. Not in Wisconsin. I don't think you can stop him in Wisconsin at any racetrack, and he's going to be tough when the trucks roll into Milwaukee in a couple of weeks as well at the end of the month. So, um, yeah, I mean, Ty is just so comfortable in those race cars in that region of the country, and uh, when he has that comfortability and and confidence, uh, doesn't surprise me at all that he's back in victory lane anywhere, but especially in his home in his home state. You're absolutely right. So we'll wait and see what happens there when the uh, trucks and Arkham and Ard series get on the Milwaukee mile later on this month. All right, Kyle, before we get Jeff Striegel on the phone, let's talk about Berlin Raceway. Of course, big season already. I think 22 events into this 2023 season, but now the big one comes with their first uh, SRX experience. You've had two of those now this year and four in the last couple of years, but uh, SRX comes to town. What does it do for a racetrack? I guess when you get the attention of not only the series, it's on ESPN this year. So Thursday night thunder. Uh, and of course the star power, Kyle Bush and the like, and all the regulars with SRX. Yeah. It allows you to spotlight your facility, uh, both regionally for race fans in the grandstand that may have never heard of or attended an event at whatever racetrack. And in my case, the Stafford speedway, Come on out, see what it's all about, because they want to come and see their heroes uh, on the NASCAR national level or the IndyCar series. Uh, guys that have just raced in the Indy 500 or, or or past Indy 500 winners compete at a short track in their region. 
and hopefully they come back. You know, hopefully they they enjoy what they see uh, over the course of that night. Usually we run a sport division, uh, whether it be the SK Modifieds or the SK Light Modifieds. I don't know, Jeff. Uh, he has a support division with his limited late model class this week uh, to kind of showcase what happens at that facility every week. And and hopefully the new fans are return customers. And and then obviously you mentioned the national television exposure for the racetrack. Uh, it's no doubt put these racetracks, uh, short tracks on the map, whether it be Motor Mile last week, Stafford two weeks ago, or Berlin this week. Uh, people are, are very much aware that uh, there's some pretty cool short tracks out there in this country that uh, they need to maybe get to one day and, and you know, the the CBS exposure the last two years, the ESPN exposure this year has done a lot for these uh, these little, you know, family run businesses. You're absolutely right. And they're not done. Of course, tonight, as uh, we air this program with SRX and immediately fast forward to Wednesday next week, August 9th, $30,000 on the line for the battle at Berlin yep. for the SRL National Series. And of course, that brings out. All the stars, it's kind of the big finale with the super late models uh, for Berlin Raceway. And, I mean, it's loaded. Bubba Pollard, Ty Majeski, Josh Berry, Carson Hosevar, Eric Jones, who won the Money in the Bank in an emotional win uh, earlier this year. William Byron, who's dominated there before. And uh, Jesse Love, who we've talked about on this program, of course, Arkham Menard Series points leader. But he's been racing a little bit of everything here this year as he kind of gets set to take, to take the next step in his career. Uh, what do you think, Kyle? I mean, it, it's one of my favorite events to watch and of course it'll be on flow racing but what do you think i mean it's hard to pick a favorite right and then you've got evan shotko the defending winner and some of the locals there in the field yeah we'll talk to jeff about that here in a little bit you know between the locals and the national stars that have all the experience that you know years ago came up through super late model racing and and perhaps have laps at berlin but maybe not in the last you know several years uh very diverse field whenever you can get some of the national NASCAR powerhouses there. You mentioned the current ARCA point leader. Uh, you mix them in with all the regionals that uh, all the regional drivers that run well there, the locals that come in. Uh, he has a stacked entry list already for next week. And it's a midweek event, which is going to help as well. We're going to be a lot of eyes on Berlin Raceway here over these next eight days. A lot of eyes, a lot of fans, a big old party about to happen here for the next two weeks at Berlin Raceway between the two events. But we've got Jeff Striegel standing by on the phone. He's going to dive into all things Berlin Raceway. We'll get to visit with our good friend, the anchor of the Motor Racing Network broadcast and general manager there at Berlin, Jeff Striegel, coming up next on the flip side of the break. You're watching NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Whelan Engineering. Whelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers and warning systems for the automotive, aviation and mass notification industries worldwide. Whelan products are designed, sourced and manufactured in America and tested on site to meet the toughest industry standards. Whelan Engineering, manufactured in America for over 70 years. We never left and we're here to stay. by Wheeling Engineering here on the Motor Racing Network. Joining us via phone, one of the busiest guys this time of year, it is the general manager of Berlin Raceway and anchor of the NASCAR Cup Series broadcast here on the Motor Racing Network, Jeff Striegel. Jeff, uh, I don't know how you found time for us here for this phone call. You've got SRX this week. You've got Battle at Berlin next week. Do you have time to sleep? That's my first question. I got Michigan International in between that, Chris. <laughs> so 
you know, no, I'm not sleeping. I got yelled at by my wife last night when I didn't show up at the house at like 10 p.m. She goes, you've got to rest. You've got to eat. You've got to do this. I said, I'll do this in about another 10 days. But right now, darling, I don't have time for it. It's cool, though. Uh, you know, you guys have both been in this situation. And as fans or promoters or broadcasters, it's what we live for. So, you know, it's busy for sure. There's a lot going on. Kyle just went through it, obviously, uh, twice back-to-back, so he knows firsthand. And we got a lot of cool things going on, and I think that's the key. We have a lot of good things going on. So what's it been like for you uh, first time around? Uh, you mentioned uh, my relationship with Stafford Speedway a moment ago. We've done this four times now over the last three seasons. What's it been like for you getting ready for a national event uh, on a national television broadcast at Berlin here this this week especially, but in the weeks leading up? Yeah, you know, Kyle, it's interesting because you recognize very quickly that it's not just the race fan that bought a ticket to come in to see an event. It is going to be people from coast to coast that may or even may not have heard of Berlin Raceway that are going to be tuned in. So there'll be a lot of eyes on what we do here. Uh, you know, I think the first and foremost thing is I want to make sure that the facility looks as good as it can. Some of that is in our control. Some of it is not. I wish the, you know, the grass off the back straightaway. And as you both know, we don't have a wall back there. So, you know, that's what maybe separates us from the other SRX events. Uh, you know, and we, we've been super dry here all summer, all spring long. So that doesn't look the way I want it to, Kyle. But at the end of the day, I really can't do much about that. But, you know, the, the facility itself is ready to go. Uh, the SRX garage is set up. They're going to practice here later on. And we'll be, you know, we'll be ready to go. The, I think that the biggest thing that I'm going through right now is I feel like I've accomplished everything that needs to be accomplished that I know of, right? right. It's the fear of the great unknown. You know, there's going to be, and again, everybody has been aware of this, no matter what business they're in, you, you, you put together your best plan, but you're going to have missed something. And I'm trying to figure out what those things that we might be missing are so that they can be addressed. But, you know, you just don't know until, until it occurs. And hopefully we, we do have every I dotted and T crossed. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy four tires to Noco Racing Fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Money's back here for Ryan Blaney. Four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Well, before we get to talking about the events coming up here on your schedule, Jeff, do you want to talk about just how this kind of is a culmination, right? Over the last couple of years, you guys have put in a ton of effort to the facility. You mentioned some of the improvements. Obviously, it's not only a racetrack, but it's it's party central, right? There's always fan involvement, whether it's concerts or, or, or the like around the race weekends. What's it been like to be a part of that transition and to see it now kind of come to fruition with SRX coming into town? And of course, just each and every year we watch on Flow Racing now, the crowds are huge each and every weekend. Doesn't matter if it's a national event or a local super late or super late model event. Uh, you guys, you know, continue to pull it off. So what's that transition been like, you know, focusing on, on improving the raceway and the infrastructure there? Best part of it, Chris. Uh, you know, I came in here with 
some goals and some ideas. And, you know, over the course of the three years that I've been here, I feel like we've accomplished a large majority of those. You know, I, I think most people know Matt Weaver on social media. And when Matt Weaver says that Berlin Raceway has the best concourse in short track racing in the country, that is high praise. You know, I, I, I take that serious and, and, and we take all of it serious. But to know that three years ago it didn't exist and today it does exist. And when the Super Modifieds were here a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, the place is absolutely standing room only. And that wasn't the race. That was the party afterwards. And we tried to create an environment that first and foremost is family friendly. Uh, that was a key. You know, we, we made it so that kids 15 and under were free. I think we're the, we were the only state or the only uh, track in the state that offered that. There have been some other tracks now that have mirrored that. But I wanted to see kids here. And yep. on, a, on a normal Saturday night, Chris, we'll put 600 plus, 700 plus kids under the age of 15 in the grandstands. And I think we all get the state of short track racing. There are many racetracks around the country that wish they had 700 people in the grandstands. So, you know, I felt like that was uh, the first step, make it family friendly, and then also provide additional entertainment besides just coming out to see stock car racing. And that's worked very well because the, the post-race parties that we have have been a huge hit. Um, so we're just going to keep trying to improve. Every time you, you know, every time you fix something, uh, something new pops up and goes, all right, this is the next thing that we need to put our focus of attention on. And that's basically the, the way that I've gone about the last three years. Jeff, have you ever thought about having the band Berlin play at Berlin? <laughs> you already know the answer to that. <laughs> of course. That's that's the one thing that I want to have happen. And for, you know, people are probably going, okay, I don't even know who they're talking about. You do, Kyle, because I you're did. a Berlin fan. I'm a Berlin fan. And I would love to have Berlin at Berlin. Um, I don't know if it will happen, but yeah. yes, I, I would like to. And I know that the first ticket that would be sold to that concert would be you, Kyle. It would take my breath away. <laughs> it truly would, wouldn't it? I have no words. I just, I don't. So, no, it'd be fun. Uh, I don't know if that'll ever happen. But, yes, it's been discussed many, many times. Jeff, what I think is cool about your facility, too, is the diversity in terms of the disciplines of motorsports that get to visit your racetrack. I mean, you know, we, we talk about a lot of racetracks on this show, and primarily they're super late models or they're modified tracks, and, and that's great and all. But for what you guys get to put on, whether it's super modifieds, I mean, you've had non-wing sprint cars and midgets. Obviously, super late models is kind of your marquee event. But and with SRX coming as well, you add another element to that list. So is that something that's been a priority for you guys, is getting different disciplines, exposing your fans and your, and your patrons to, to different forms of racing? 100%. Uh, you know, Chris, when we put this schedule together, I believe there are 18 different divisions that will have come through here by the time we wrap up in September. So you're right. We had the Isma Super Modifieds, which has now merged, of course, with the Midwest Super Modified Series. They were here for a two-day show. You mentioned uh, the 500 Sprint Car Tour. Uh, they are here twice. Um, the Must See TV Wing Sprints are here three times. 
we introduced the Wheelman series out of Ohio to this track uh, for the first time this year. So yeah, I mean, th- th- what's what I've really found to be fun, interesting, unique, cool, whatever word you want to use, is you really have to look at the schedule to see what is you know what trips your trigger, uh, what's racing. Because a lot of tracks will run, you know, their pro stocks, their sportsmen, and their, you know, their their late models, and that's what I mean. That's what this track was founded on. I mean, they only ran two divisions, and they ran those two divisions every single Saturday night. But I think we all get the fact that car counts go down over the years, and you have a hard time fielding. You know, we couldn't run super lates every single Saturday night. Number one, it's just flat out too much money for those teams to be able to do it uh and the car counts you know if you did that every saturday night wouldn't warrant you know you you know to come out you'd be down to eight cars so you had to get creative and say okay we'll give the super nights a super late a night off and we'll bring in non-wing or we'll bring in wing sprints or like you said chris the midgets they made their return here this year for the first time in over a decade so, I, I, and the thing that, that I find interesting, Kyle and Chris, was the fact that you don't know who's going to show up to see them. You're, you're gambling on somebody wanting to come and see an Ohio Wheelman series that most people up here don't even know, but they turned out. They turned out to see the midgets. They packed the place for the sprints and the super modifieds, and they're going to pack the place on uh, a week from now when we have the Battle at Berlin. So I, I enjoy it. It gives a, a lot of drivers, a lot of drivers want to race at Berlin. They're getting their opportunity to do that. Do you have a favorite? I mean, I know, I guess you can't be biased, right? But like, is there something that you say, oh man, when these guys come to town, like, I really enjoy that form of racing. So is there a favorite Kyle, for you? Oh, for sure. And Kyle could tell you what it is. I'm a huge super modified fan. Yep. And when I started here three years ago, that was the first group that I wanted to bring back. And so we made the phone calls and we got the wheels in motion. They wanted to have another track in the area also jump on board. So it made it worthwhile for drivers like Otto Sitterly to come out of New York. Um, and I, I told them right then, I said, I'm not doing that. And they go, well, we can't come if you don't get a, another track to support it. I go, I want two nights here. And that was a home run for them. It was a home run for us. It's like, if you're going to make your trip, you know, from New York, New Hampshire, Maine, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and you're coming to Michigan, I want you here. And I want you here both nights. So it's the only weekend show we run, Friday and Saturday night. Uh, there was a lot of, I can tell you, there was a lot of skepticism about Super Modifieds coming back. And I said, you got to trust me on this deal. People are going to show up when the Supers show up people are going to show up and and we were not disappointed at all. And I think like you said, Chris, you saw some of the footage from the super modifieds a couple of weeks ago and this place was packed both nights. So yes, I have a favorite and that's what it is. Super modifieds. You were able to get back on the schedule. The Arkham Menard series runs there. They packed the place out. Uh, SRX this week of the, you, you said 18 different divisions run there. What are you missing? What would you like to see at the racetrack in the future? I guess what's next? Only one right now. And I I say only one because, you know, I guess I haven't stumbled across somebody that I feel 
And again, I, I think Kyle, you and I have spent a lot of time talking about this and that is the modifieds. Yep. You guys run the modifieds over there and I'm talking about the big block modifieds because we do have a, um, a modified tour series that does run here. But, you know, the, uh, the tour modifieds, the Wheeler modifieds, I would really kind of like to see if we can't put something together with them next year, you know, or the following if we had to. But I think that's that would be the one additional marquee event that we could add to the schedule. You know. Talk about Love marquee it. events, Jeff, and I want to talk about marquee drivers because I don't know what your strategy is for getting cup guys and, and, and drivers that we talk about in NASCAR's top three series to come to Berlin, but aside from SRX, when you look at the battle at Berlin and the drivers enter there, how do you do it? Is the interest from them to come down? or I mean, it's like the who's who of anyone in stock car racing is finding a ride to go run at your racetrack, and that's super cool. Yeah, it is, and I appreciate that. And I don't know that there's a magic formula. I know I work hard at it. Um, you know, did I did I reach out to Chase Elliott? Of course I did. Um, you know, I think we have a good relationship right now with William Byron, and yes, I reached out to William and his team. Uh, we reached out to Josh Berry. Uh, Carson Holsevar, we know Carson's going to be here anytime he is able to be here. Uh, you know, and Eric Jones is going to try to do the same thing just because, you know, Eric spent a lot of time at Berlin. So you take that, you know, and, and Kyle, I know, you know, Derek Griffith from up there. in yep. New Hampshire. Um, he made one trip here and I got to know him and his family, probably some of the nicest people I've ever met. Hands down. They're just a great group of people. And again, Kyle, I know you know that because you know them. Mm -hmm. They came here and fell in love with it. And they told me flat out, absolutely, anytime you guys are running Money in the Bank or Battle of Berlin, you can count on us, we'll be here. Hudson, New Hampshire. And I believe it's a 16-hour drive for that entire family. And when they show up, they show up with 12, 14 people. And that is the thing that keeps me motivated, keeps me you know, driven, is when they're telling you, we want to come back. You put on a show. We're going to figure out how to be there. Bubba Pollard loves this track and just won, as you guys know, just won the, the last super late model race, the tune-up, before we go uh, next Wednesday. He loves this track. Not everybody does. There are other, tra there are other drivers that, uh, because of the configuration of our track, Chris, that don't really, they've just not been able to figure it out. And nobody wants to come up here and get beat bad. So, you know, the only thing I always tell them is it doesn't matter where you go the first time, you're going to get you're going to get beat. So the only way to get better is to keep coming back here and running laps and trying different things. I mean, Bubba Pollard didn't walk on the property the very first time and drive that super late model into victory lane, but he stayed committed to it. And now he will be a key factor when, you know, when. Crunch time comes and we're down to the final five laps. I would expect him to be contending for a win because he's he's put in his time here. He's he's log laps and he's going to be a favorite when we get ready to go. I think it's a combination of things, Chris. I know it's a long answer, but um, you know, yes, I I try to do what I can, try to use whatever connection I can, but I always I also want everybody to know that we want them here, and I'm not afraid to call somebody and tell them that. And I think that 
you know, they listen and they appreciate it. And if they can make it, they can. Final question for you, for me, anyway, I know time is short. Um, Johnny Benson in the field this week in SRX at your racetrack. How special is that for you? Uh, it is. It's special for me. I think it's special for sure. We'll start with the Benson family. Uh, that is hands down very special to them. I know Johnny has, I don't know, Kyle, if I would use the word dreamed of this opportunity for three years. Uh, as you know, he drove the pace vehicle uh, for you guys for two years and then got out of it. And he always wanted to race in an event. And then to come back and find out Berlin had an event and he was still on the outside looking in, I think that probably hurt a little bit because I know how badly he wants to drive. Then the opportunity comes. And it's a no-brainer. You know, let's, let's go get Johnny. Let's put him in a car and give him the opportunity to race. Uh, the fans here love it. They wanted it. And, you know, the circumstances, however they took place, led up to putting him in the field. And it's going to be a lot of fun to watch him. Jeff, finally for me, I know you got to go, but uh, we, we talk about the star power that's coming, you know, to, to battle at Berlin next week. But are there any of your local racers? Obviously, last year, Evan Shaco took home the win on his route to a track championship. But who can we focus on? Highlight some of your local racers that may give uh, the Bubba Pollards and the like a run for their money here next week. Well, I don't think there's any doubt that Evan Shaco, Brian Campbell, Bor you know, I'm going to call Boris Yurkovich, and you guys know Boris from all over the country, but Boris yep. calls Berlin Raceway home. He's out of Florida. The car is out of Chicago, but this is where he races. Uh, he'll be a factor next week. There's no doubt about it. He ran good here last Saturday. I expect him to be a favorite. Um, a Scott Thomas, a Brian Tillema, guys that have logged laps here, Austin Hall. I do think... I do think they, they will be factors. There's no doubt about it. It's always crazy. You guys both know this. Can a local beat, you know, the, the big dollar team that's coming in and the big dollar team is thinking, can we beat the local that's got so many laps here? We saw William Byron unload and whip the field in the Money in the Bank, which is a 150-lap event. Uh, that surprised everybody. Nobody Kyle, nobody, Chris, has ever done that, where you just simply unload and go out and beat everybody. William Byron did that in June of last year. And then mm -hmm. in August for Battle at Berlin, it was a local, like you mentioned, Evan Schotko, that dominated that race. So that, that's part of the fun, I think. You got, you, know, you got 15 locals and you got 15 big hitter out-of-towners, and you line them up and go, all right, let's go see who's the best. Storylines of plenty. Looking forward to it, Jeff. Best of luck this weekend, of course, or this Thursday with SRX, and then, of course, next week with Battle at Berlin. Always appreciate your time. And, oh, yeah, there is Michigan in the middle of that, so good luck with the broadcast as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there. I'll be ready to go. Kyle, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Uh, you've been down this road before. You know, so do you, Chris. But I appreciate the time, guys. I really do. Uh, I love the show. Love what you guys do for short track racing. So thank you for that, and we'll catch up with you guys soon. Sounds like a plan. Best of luck again. Jeff Striegel, General Manager of Berlin Raceway, anchor the Motor Racing Network broadcast. Getting ready for a big weekend here uh, with two big events in the next two weeks. All right, coming up next on NASCAR Coast to Coast, presented by Wheeland Engineering, we'll take a look at the calendar and some news and notes in short track racing on the other side of the break. 
Wheelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers and warning systems for the automotive, aviation and mass notification industries worldwide. Wheelan products are designed, sourced and manufactured in America and tested on site to meet the toughest industry standards. Wheelan Engineering, manufactured in America for over 70 years. We never left and we're here to stay. Always a good visit with our good buddy Jeff Striegel. Uh, hardest working man in the biz right now when you talk about all the events he's doing there at the racetrack and then, of course, having to get out to Michigan there in uh, Michigan Speedway there in Brooklyn, Michigan for the NASCAR a weekend. Uh, Kyle, I'm excited to just see the type of racing we're going to see. Obviously, Berlin always puts on great racing, but uh, to see the attention that facility gets and is well-deserved is going to be really cool as well, especially on Thursday. I don't know when the boy sleeps. You know, uh, he's be, been preparing. He says he for will this, later. He says he will later. So I'll hold him to it. We'll check in on that. Been preparing for this event now for weeks. It's you know, it's a major undertaking uh, to bring in a national event uh, and national stars like he's going to have on Thursday night. He has the ARCA race in Michigan on Friday. Uh, the the uh, Xfinity series and the Cup series this weekend at Michigan International Speedway as well. Uh, then he's going to turn around and has the big super late model race midweek next week. So um, the battle at Berlin. So a lot happening for him. Um, good for, I mean, if anyone can do it, it's him. Uh, you know, his heart and soul are, are in, are in that racetrack or in, you know, obviously his position here at MRN. And thankfully they're at Michigan this week. So he's, uh, you know, be able to drive and not rely on airline travel because any delay in the airline industry for him this week, uh, you know, time is, Time is precious, no doubt, gearing up for, for the next week's Super Late Model event. Yeah, absolutely. Good timing for it to be Michigan weekend, too, as well. You'll hear Jeff there on the Motor Racing Network. All right, let's get to some news and notes before we look at the calendar for this weekend, Kyle. Uh, Lane Riggs back in the truck series the, coming up at IRP, Indianapolis Raceway Park, to kick off the playoffs next week down there in the Hoosier Stadium. He'll be running the Spire number 7 truck. And, Kyle, I like this pairing because we know what he did there last year. I was down there for MRN. And uh, his debut with Hallmark Friesen put it inside the top 10 and, and impressed a lot of people. So going back to a place for a second time should uh, pay dividends for Lane Riggs. Yeah, finished seventh there last year uh, in his debut in the series. Uh, was up front much of the evening, uh, raced among the top five before fading late. Uh, still got a top 10 out of it. I like that pairing as well. We know the capability of that truck, no matter where it runs, uh, whether it be on road courses or super speedways, uh, and seemingly no matter who's behind the wheel uh no matter who's behind the wheel it, it's toward the front of the field and uh lane had you know he has a few starts this season the confidence has built quite a bit here in the last year so i expect him to run well uh next week at irp looking forward to it and our final news and note of the week max cookson you guys want to give an update for the quickie driver development uh program or the quickie cup as it's well known as again we've had seven finalists each and every year for the last uh, I believe eight seasons and those drivers throughout the country will compete for race wins and kind of the highest point getter will earn the Kawiki cup and that scholarship program. And right now it's Max Cookson, the 20 year old out of the state of Maine, 
three wins on the year. And I think this is the first time, Kyle, in the program's history that all seven finalists have wins at this point of the season. So the points are super tight. But right now he's got a he's got a points lead over 19-year-old from Spokane, Washington, hotshot Hayden Plyben, and a 154-point uh, lead. Jacob Borst from the state of North Carolina is third. So we'll keep an eye on that. Of course, that's kind of a neat scholarship program honoring the late Alan Kowicki uh, and, and really rewards short track racers coming up through the ranks and the youngsters making waves in the field. And we'll see who takes home that scholarship program at the end of the year. All right, let's get to the schedule before we say farewell to our good to, uh, good listeners here this week. Arca, Michigan, you mentioned it, 6 p.m. Friday. You can hear that broadcast live on the Motor Racing Network. Uh, big track for the Arca Menard Series. Is it safe to say, I guess, Jesse Love, it's just it's either him or the field at this point? Yeah, I think it's safe to say that. Has a massive point lead at 69 points at the front of the field. He has a bunch of wins already this year. Uh, he's run well on the high-speed racetracks. Uh, he, he, he'll he be tough to beat. I love Arquette, Michigan. It's always been a great way to open up a major race weekend at the Michigan International Speedway. Kind of a legacy track for the tour. Been around since uh, at least the 1990s uh, for Arca at that two-mile oval. So, can't wait to see the 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 type of racing that they are able to put on. Kind of previews what the rest of the weekend may look like. But yeah, I think Jesse Love, uh, no doubt, will be in contention come Friday evening. Again, six p.m. Friday, we'll kick off coverage for MRN at Michigan. Uh, Kyle, a couple things coming up on the uh, kind of more regional schedule: CRA Late Model Sportsman Two Hundred at Anderson. That's a good one for the CRA Late Models. Past late models in the modified series for the Pro All-Star Series at Oxford Plains. Again, getting closer to the Oxford 250 with every week that goes by. And then your neck of the woods, Kyle. Friday night, the 10th annual Napa SK5K. What can we expect up in your neck of the woods? And $28,000 on the line for the SK Modified competitors. At least $5,000 uh, to claim the win. Pays well through the field. Uh, we're expecting 26 to 30 SK Modifieds for a uh, let's see here uh, 80 lap race uh, i know they just doubled the distance yesterday so uh, gonna be a great event they are gonna be joined by the sk light modifieds late models limited late models and street stocks part of uh, our weekly race program uh gonna be a great event uh, hard to believe this is the 10th year for it uh so many great winners over the years Keith Rocco looking for his first. Ryan Priest is a former uh, SK 5K winner. So um, going to be fun come Friday night live on Flow Racing. Looking forward to tuning in from home and also plenty of local racing to fill your racing bellies. Riverhead, Jennerstown, Hickory, Langley, South Boston, Florence, Bowman Gray. Much more on action, of course, all those on Flow Racing. So get your fill this weekend. Of course, track championships starting to be solidified just a little bit as we get into the month of August. So exciting to see how this all shakes out throughout the country. So uh, what a show, Kyle. We've got a jam-packed another episode in the books. Jeff Striegel, we thank him for joining us. And, of course, best of luck to him tonight with SRX and next week with the Battle at Berlin. I am so excited to tune in. I'm already looking at plane tickets to see maybe if I can quickly get away from the wife uh, real quick and get up there to, to Berlin because I have not been there in person. I've watched so many races on television the last several years that I need to get up there. So good stuff from Jeff. And again, don't forget MRN is on the air at 6 p.m. Friday beginning a full NASCAR weekend with the Arkham Art Series live from Michigan. Kyle, any final thoughts? What do you think? 
And that's going to be a great weekend of racing. Hopefully, Mother Nature cooperates. We talked about Stafford a moment ago. Uh, rain is in the forecast for part of the day Friday, so hopefully it's not the part of the day we need to race. Also want to mention NASCAR Pinty Series back in action this weekend north of the border. There are three rivers on Sunday, 2.15, expected green flag there. Uh, Trayton Lapsovich looking to extend his championship point lead come Sunday afternoon. Their season also beginning to uh, wind down. I believe just uh, four or five events left on their calendar as well. Awesome stuff. All right, K-Rick, enjoy your weekend. Best of luck with stuff up at Stafford. Again, thanks to all of you that tuned in and listen live here to the Motor Racing Network's coverage of NASCAR Coast to Coast presented by Wheel and Engineering. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheel and is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Enjoy your weekend. A short track racing, of course. We'll talk about it all next week. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches.